This is the Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. This week, the lost art of conversation. Well, at least one part of conversation. I know that during the holidays and networking, people often struggle with not only starting conversations, but really continuing conversations. That's where it can get really awkward. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Before that, I'd like to talk just a minute about my new course, Influence Maximize Your Impact. From my perspective, there's no doubt about it, influence trumps formal power. Strong persuasion and influence skills are critical to your success both professionally and personally. You need the ability to sway the undecided and convert opponents. We all need the ability to authentically bring others to our way of thinking without force or coercion. Strong influence and persuasion skills are how you advance and achieve your goals. That's why I created Influence Maximize Your Impact, a video course that explains evidence-based research and provides practical strategies to gain commitment and foster collaboration, both at work and at home. For public speaker listeners, you can get it at the special introductory price of $99. Go to lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence. The price will go up at the end of January, so if you get it now, you'll save over $150. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence. Today's episode is based on a letter that I received from a listener, and it's a letter that I think that is pretty common. They talked about having trouble with keeping a conversation going. Here's the letter. Hi, Lisa. I'm based in Melbourne, Australia, and I came across your public speaker material about three months ago. I can honestly say that putting into practice what I've learned on your podcast and Smart Talk interviews have had a massive impact on my life. I especially love how you frame questions to get people sharing so openly and with enthusiasm. I wonder if you have some practical tips about asking questions to keep a conversation going. Thanks so much. Cheers, Shannon. Well, Shannon, thanks for your question. I think in-person conversation is quickly becoming a lost art. And for many people, starting and maintaining a conversation is uncomfortable. So they simply just avoid them altogether. And in fact, I've even heard many people say, I'd rather text than have a conversation. So what's behind that statement? I think it's because we like the ability to edit our words, to avoid awkward small talk and present our best selves. We like the fact that texting gives us time to create and sculpt our responses. We can even consult with others before we respond. Of course, In-person conversation doesn't allow for that. In-person conversations require us to spontaneously engage with another person. So I applaud you for how you framed your request to me because you obviously understand that a good conversation is about asking questions and sharing stories. People will feel immediately comfortable with you and will open up much more when they see that you're truly interested in them. But keep in mind that questions must not be an interrogation and they must be appropriate at the level for the conversation and for your relationship. Think of conversation depth as progressing from conversation about your immediate environment to roles and responsibilities to professional activities to personal activities to shared culture, goals, values, and then emotions. And to continue a conversation, you need to stay at the same level or go only one level deeper or one level higher. 
When I give this advice to people, often they say, well, give me specific words. Tell me what I should say. So I outlined a few of my favorite conversation continuers. So if, for example, you are in an interview and you want to continue the conversation, here are some things that you can say. What are you looking for in the ideal candidate? Why was, insert the company name, a good fit for you? How did you get into? What's the best part of working at, insert company name? What's the biggest challenge of your current role? Or you can just say, ah, that's interesting. Tell me more. When you're meeting new people or getting to know someone new, more wild questions can sometimes be appropriate. For instance, a friend of mine told me that on her second date with her now husband, he ran out of things to say. So he asked her, so have you ever had any interesting pets? And she was embarrassed for him. But fortunately, she had raised baby opossums. And that certainly kept the conversation going for a while. So when getting to know someone new, always strive to make it fun. Again, here are some specific things you might say, some of the get-to-know-you questions. What did you want to be when you were a child? What's the most amazing place you've ever traveled to? What's the best meal you've ever had? What would you do if you knew you only had one week to live? If you could talk to anybody from history or today, who would it be? Are you more of a morning person or a night person? Okay, what about conversation continuers for networking? Much is said about conversation starters for networking, but really little is said about conversation continuers, which I think are much more difficult. Once you've exchanged basic information, like who you both work for, what you do, or how good the hors d'oeuvres are, you need some deeper conversation. You need some deeper connection. And I found that listening carefully to your conversation partner and then moving to so tell me, combined with an interested and friendly demeanor, works really well. Let me give you some examples. So tell me about your current project. So tell me about your roles and responsibilities. I'd love to learn more about your experience with. So tell me about the goals for your current project. So tell me what's the best part or most challenging part of your current project. So tell me, how are you dealing with your current challenges of your work? Okay, so now that I satisfy those that need some specifics, I do want to talk about some general techniques, general questioning techniques that work really well when you're trying to continue a conversation. They can help draw out crucial information and drive a meeting forward. That is, when properly used, they can really increase productivity and deepen relationships. So let's look at my three favorite techniques. So the first technique is called mirroring, mirroring. And that, of course, is to mirror back what the person just said with different wording. When you do this, often the person will add to what you just said or further clarify what they said. And even if he doesn't feel the need to add anything, it will be clear that you are listening and understood, which will greatly increase trust and connection. You can then continue with one of the other question techniques. Here's how it might sound. So the project is about, and then you repeat back. So your role is, and your main responsibilities are, sounds like you've got three main objectives, A, B, and C. Sounds like your biggest challenges are, sounds like you're stuck because you're waiting for input from. The next technique is called nouning. That's N-O-U-N-I-N-G, nouning. 
And basically what you're doing with this technique is to repeat a noun from the person's statement and then use it in your follow-up question. And the question could start with things like, what do you think? How do you think? Would you be willing to share your views on that? So here's some examples that might sound like this. So you'll be doing task X. What do you think will be the hardest part? So you've got experience with X. What do you think your approach will be? How will you approach objective X? How do you think you'll be able to use X and Y? There's another technique that's very similar that's called verbing, V-E-R-B-I-N-G, verbing. It's similar to nouning, except that you repeat a verb from the person's statement and use it in your question. Okay, so here's some examples. So you'll be managing. How many resources do you think you'll need? So analysis, what approach might be the best for your current project? Not having enough resources is frustrating. What do you think you're going to do? Hmm, waiting. How long do you wait? What ideas do you have to speed things up? So there you have it, some practical words and techniques to help keep a conversation going. I'll admit it takes some practice, but this should prevent those awkward moments and improve any conversation. Shannon, good luck and let me know how it goes. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you to lead and influence. As always, your success is my business. If you'd like to develop your influence strategies to gain commitment and foster collaboration, I encourage you to register for my new video course, Influence Maximize Your Impact. Register before the end of January to save over $150. Go to lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence. Register before the price goes up. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence. Hi, I'm Dawn Phillips. If you'd like to be a more compelling communicator, I invite you to read Lisa's best-selling books, Smart Talk and A Sure Interview. I also want to encourage you to become a Lisa B. VIP by visiting lisabmarshall.com slash VIP. That's lisabmarshall.com slash VIP. Finally, you can learn more about Lisa's keynotes and workshops at lisabmarshall.com. Or if you have a question for Lisa, send it to public speaker at quickanddirtytips.com.